Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Lindsay. Hello! Meg. Hi! And Daniel. Hi! So, are you ready to be on the Vanguard? Yes. Is, is that the Maybe? person's name? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I should say. Is there someone that I want to be on? Maybe, I don't know. Well, But, like, is he cute, though? Is the Vanguard, like, um, a classification of soldier in Mass Effect? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think it's the one, I think it's the one that, that has both magic, the magic stuff and the... The bionic stuff? And the, the bionic uh, stuff and the guns. It's supposed to be, nice. like, the good midpoint, nice. I think. Nice. I love the Mass one Effect. I chose. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you romance? It was Tilly. Liara, or always. Tilly. It was Tilly or whatever the person, the, the, the mask people. Garrett. No. Garrett. No. No. It was the uh the race that couldn't be outside of their containment suits. The one that looked like a oh, sad turtle. Um, with a T. Oh, Isn't so it a T? Oh my gosh! No, I tried. No, no, I tried to romance her in the first game, but then it turns out you couldn't. So I romanced her in the second game, like mm. harder, because <laughs> harder, harder. I romanced oh, wow. her harder. And then I romanced her in the third one. Basically, I was just all about her the entire time. I was all Liara, one hundred percent Liara, like ninety-eight percent Liara, except for that one time I flirted with Jack. Well. I don't know. I was all about that person who I forgot the name is. I'm pretty sure it's Tilly. Something like that, yeah. Something with a T. Wait, who's the guy with the K? Kieran? Kieran. Yeah, Kieran. Yeah. Oh, he died like super hard. But he like, dies. First yeah. second. <laughs> but, but speaking of things that aren't related to that, <laughs> Vanguard. Um, what do you think Vanguard is? Vanguard is a protector of a realm that is not necessarily strictly earthly as we humans might understand it. Vanguard has weapons. I feel like I feel like he has a shield. Right? You think it's a he? Probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Let's go with he. Okay. Um He's like, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, you didn't <laughs> say like Soviet super soldier. Oh, oh. Soviet, Soviet. I was wrong. Okay. Soviet superhero. Look at his weapons. <laughs> Wait, superhero, super soldier. <laughs> He's the hammer and sickle. The oh my warrior God. of the proletariat. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, so what did he look like? A, He's like, got a blue a cape. A little bit like Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> Doesn't he? Oh, so Brienne of Tarth. Um, he's got a hammer and a sickle. He, he, it looks like he's got black leggings that shine in the light that are yellow in the light. Or it No, just, they're, they're, they're designed. Oh, that's just how Same they design are. as black the, the belt. Yeah. Um, he's got a tunic of sorts with intense shoulders that, um, stick out as possibly pauldrons. weapons. Yeah, pauldrons. Um, a cape. He has a hammer and sickle insignia mm -hmm. on his chest. Mm -hmm. um, also, domino mask. Um, also, like, like... Also, he's got the Communist Manifesto written on the cape. It's pretty intense. Yeah. And he has, like, the thing that, like, uh, a lot of douchebag hicks have where, like, they cut their shirts, like, way too much. What? 
Like they cut the like, oh, the like oh like god, it almost shows muscle, their nipple. Oh wait, as I reach, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's wait, me. You're wearing the same. Like, yeah. Uh, like what? Right. What like Lindsay's <laughs> wearing right now? For wow. example. Wow, Jesse, you're a guest in her home. <laughs> so, um, so his real name is Nikolai Kurilinko. Of course, it's Nikolai. Yeah. His his occupation is adventurer, aka homeless. <laughs> his identity <laughs> is story. secret. But you just he, told me his name is Nikolai. <laughs> well, no, it's that means it's unknown to the general public. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, he is a citizen of the USSR. Uh, was Go born figure. in Minsk, uh, USSR. Known relatives is Liana uh, Petrova, Petrovana, uh, Myra Kralova, who is his mother and dad. His sister is the one I said before, and Sergei Krylov, the father. And I did not know this until I started talking about the Soviet super soldiers. Um, apparently... <laughs> The last name of, like, Russian names are, like, gendered. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like... Huh? So, like, huh. it will end in... It, it, it will generally end in, like, a, uh, like, an A. Like, an N-A or just an A. If it's a... If it's the uh, female family member. Oh. And what would it oh. be if it was male? It'll just end in whatever. Oh. The, they would just the, tack the, on that A to say yeah. this lady is a lady. Pretty much. That's mm. just like how, Femenina, like... Femenina, but Russian. It's like how... <laughs> it's like how uh, windows are are female in French. Tables are female in Spanish. Um, it came out. It came out in uh, April 1978. So we're doing Cover Piece Theater. Cover Peace Theater. So to set the scene, Iron Man is being like b- bound by lassoed, lassoed, lassoed by Dark Star, um, and Vanguard is coming in with his communist might, um, <laughs> yelling. <laughs> Someone do do this. You dare oppose us, Avenger? Then feel the might of Darkstar in the Vanguard. And uh, apparently the moon holds menace or something. Yeah. As well. So, end scene. (laughs) That too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah, that's the first appearance of the Vanguard. So he was a son of a Soviet physicist Sergei Krylov and one of the twins who was among the first known mutants born in the Soviet Union to be allowed to live past oh. a childbirth. So if they were mutants, they had to be killed? Yeah. Like for up to a certain time. Huh. Like mutants were just like killed. The Soviets just didn't want like people to be able to possibly overthrow the government and it took a person being like Hey, you know how America has, like, the Avengers? What if we made that? 
And then they didn't kill the mutants and just train them in government facilities. Jeez. <laughs> so. Would that be the same or similar as, like, Natasha, uh, the Black Widow? I mean, it's different because she's not a mutant. She was just injected mm. with... Well, depending on which version. I like the idea that she was in fact injected with a bootleg version of the Super Soldier Serum. That just made her live a long time. But recently it came out, and I think this is canon still, uh, that the Russians were just making a bunch of clones, hoping that each clone, after they get got killed, would be loyal to Russia. They were cloning her? They were cloning her, yeah. Fascinating. Since the late 18... Uh, since the early 1900s, basically. Oh my gosh. Because she was part of the... Because she was actually part of the Tsars. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, she was a daughter, mm. and then they, they got killed, and she was put, brought into the Red Room. Yeah. That's a bunch of stuff. Um, so. Um... Krylov's wife died during childbirth and complications stemming from her exposure to radiation in an accident from her husband's laboratory uh, months earlier. With the discovery of the existence of mutants in the United States, the Soviet government discontinued its policy of just letting mutants, mutant child die and began training them for the service of the state. Hmm. So before they're just like, I don't know, that one's weird. Just leave it out in the snow or something. Oh my god. I'm like Craster's kids. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> Krylov's children were abducted by the KGB and placed in training. Krylov was informed that his children were stillborn. And Nikolai and his sister Lyana was placed in the care of Dr. Peter Phobos. Who is definitely not evil, because that's not how that works in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Dr. Peter Phobos. Doesn't even sound <sighs> like a Russian man. But sounds evil. Sounds evil. His last name is literally Greek for fear. Oh, is it? Yeah. Phobos. Mm -hmm. It was a god. Huh. god was oh, like yeah, Phobia. I was going to say, it's a Greek god. It was a Greek god. I'm not going to... Like, they could have at least put, like, a sky or something at the end. Or, like, a cough. Foboski. Foboski. <laughs> they were raised at a school for for r little Russian mutants. The boy, uh, there, the boy first manifested his mutant powers and was given the codename Vanguard. Towards the end of his training, Phobos gave him a set of weapons, a hammer and sickle, the symbols of the uh, Soviet Union, in which to focus his powers. Um, he soon, when Phobos learned that he can siphon off the energies of his students in order to develop mutant powers of his own, he fled the school. And Vanguard went into the Soviet army, concerning his superhuman powers from his peers to further his training. Uh, sometime later, the government, uh, the Soviet government, discharged uh, Vanguard from the army in order to take advantage of his superhuman capacities. He was reunited with his sister Lyanna, who was who, as Dark Star, was sent into the U.S. for an espion mission. And the two were placed in charge of, uh, of the fourth Crimson Dynamo. Basically, Soviet Superman. Yeah. I mean, Iron Crimson Man. Red. Uh, 
Three, the three were placed inside a space capsule and sent to the moon to investigate a mysterious intra- extraterrestrial object there. On the moon, the three encountered uh, encountered and baffled Iron Man and Jack of Hearts, who were also sent there to investigate. Mm. When the Americans uh, vanished inside the object, the Soviet adventurers were ordered uh, by their uh, superiors to remain to keep the object under surveillance. Days later, Iron Man and Jack of Hearts emerged, followed by an invading fleet of uh, regalians, colonizers. Um, The Soviets helped the Americans repulse the invasion, and then they returned on Earth on one of their spaceships. Hmm. Um, After a thorough debriefing, the two were joined by Ursa Major, a mutant classmate of Vanguard at the Super Soldier School, and the four were ter- were designated the Soviet Super Soldiers. Is Ursa Major a big bear? Yes. Ha ha. So- I know astrology. Astrology. Astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> so the government had a new assignment for the team. Uh, Sergei Krylov became superhumanly powerful and radioactive mutant, dubbed the Presence. The state feared that they would turn against them when he learned that he was deceived about his children's death. I wonder why. Mm. <laughs> they just stole his children and told them that he was they were dead. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. <laughs> um, the state uh, so. Consequently, the government wanted the presence eliminated, along with his children, uh, because his children were among the Soviets' most powerful agents, and only they could uh, stand a chance at defeating him. Uh, they were told that the presence were spreading toxic radiation, threatening all of Russia, thus had to be stopped. Undertaking the mission, they learned that it was their former teacher, Phobos. You know, the really Russian man with the name <laughs> Phobos, which at best would mean he was Greek. <laughs> um, he was actually spreading the, the toxin, toxic stuff all over the place. They basically learned that Kryoff was their father, and the state tried to deceive them, and uh, they, they basically beat up Dr. Phobos. And then the... And then they were expelled from their ranks. They expelled the Crimson Diamond from their ranks after realizing he was a KGB agent. And and then they're just like, I won't serve the state unquestionably. And so, like, basically they became an independent team. And the state had no answer for it. So they're just like, okay, we'll just not try to beat them. <laughs> uh, sometimes they take missions from the government, but only when it involves like a direct threat to the Soviet people. Okay, I was going to say, because like, why would they do that? <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. We're talking, we, apparently we're just in, in uh, tall people uh, week. <laughs> he is 6'3", weighs 235 uh, 35 pounds. Oh, He's a little bit a lot less than, than Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. Same height. Those are those are my ideal stats. Thanks. Has blue <laughs> eyes and red hair. 
Um, he has the he has a normal human strength. Um, who people who does lots of exercise. Um, he has the ability to repel a form of energy. Any sorry, any form of energy directed at him. So he's just like, okay, you're, you're gonna shoot light beams at me. Well, bam, it's not hitting me because I'm repelling it. His 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 body is. Oh my god, that was good. That was good. I'm gonna just say that from now on for like everything. I can't think of an example, but I'm just gonna say it all the time. But it's gonna happen at some point. His body repelling it. His body is surrounded by a natural force field, which, in a matter yet unknown, redirects all electrical, uh, electric, magnetic and kinetic energy over a certain potency. Hmm. Um, which means, like, it's not like, you know, if you lightly throw some energy at him mm-hmm. somehow, it's it, it might, it's going to hit him. But, like, it's going to be like, oh, why'd you hit me? And and over, like, you know, a certain amount, it's just like, well, bam. I'm not <laughs> over here. It's over there now. Like, does it bounce like ricochet? <laughs> It repels off of him, so I'm going to assume yes. If the energy is directed at him in a vector direction, (laughs) and his shield is like a reflective surface, then yes. (laughs) It will ricochet. Uh, Certain ranges for repulsion seems to be uh, electromagnetic energy from 15 to 800 electron volts and kinetic energy above 100 joules to 3 million joules 30 million joules thus if a laser beam strikes its force field it'll be redirected at right angles uh from uh, from its direction of attack oh god physics even con- physics e- flashbacks even concussive force of a punch can be repelled with equal force so no punch well actually all punchy punch and punch backs Counterpunch. <laughs> oh, <God>. Equal <laughs> and opposite. <laughs> Thanks, Newton. Although the field can never truly disappear, its effectiveness can be diminished by physical fatigue uh, with, like, energy bombardments of, like, less than the amount that he naturally propels. So, like, if you're just, like, I'm throwing baby punches at you, and they, they're starting to make a bruise, and then they're just, like, and then he's just like, oh, that... That lightly hurts. Can you stop it? <laughs> it's like no baby punches, and then eventually, like his shield will get weak. Huh. It wears him down enough where you can actually, yeah. Yeah, you just have to be. I see. Punch him. That makes sense. Yeah. So his weapons. He has specially designed hammer and sickle. When he crosses the hammer and sickle in front of him, they act as an electronic lens, which you can focus and intensely uh, focus and intensify the repulsion. Of the energy, it's not known like the maximum factor he can intensify the energy, and he uses them as like mm. practical weapons because it turns out a hammer and sickle are, can be good weapons if you hit them. Yeah, one's blunt force and the other one is slashing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, inside the hammer's head is a high, high, high density computer which. 
uses a laser gyroscope to track its path from the point of origin. Wow. Which means throw, it goes back in hand. Oh, oh. Cool. Like Thor. It's the Russian Thor. <laughs> the Russian Thor. Actually, the Russian Thor is someone else. Oh, I don't have any okay. But Captain America's shield kind of seems to work that way anyway in the movie. That's too. like geometry or something like that. Yeah. Something hmm. like that. So I'm pretty much done. Right. Cool. So, what do Vanguard. you think? Vanguard. His all right. He's fighting for the proletariat. Then I think, yeah, he's all right. Sure. Yeah. He's okay. Why was he fighting Iron Man? I like that he's because, a ginger. Because um, <laughs> I like that he's a ginger. Iron Man <laughs> is a dirty capitalist pig that they said. Oh, oh, yeah, duh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, of course. Almost all of his villains for, like, years were just, like, Look, there's a communist. And he's just like, oh man, I gotta punch you. <laughs> oh no. After a while, it was like, uh, after the Cold War stopped being as intense, like after, like, sometime during the 70s, it was just like, well, not all of them are bad. <laughs> like, he would, like, basically convince people to defect, like, every other episode. I mean, issue. Mm-hmm. I think we're pretty much done. Sweet. Cool. Well, thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks, Jesse. Um, yeah. My yes. name is Lindsay. That is Meg. That is Daniel. Hi. We are 33% pulp. Our podcast is um, we take uh, novels, divide them into thirds, and then recap them over three episodes. So you can reach us or check us out on Twitter at 33 underscore pulp, and on Instagram we're at 33 pulp. Um, I do uh, Creepy Critters, which is a cryptid podcast. I have a cat. Look at him. He's on Instagram. <laughs> Marvelous Mooch. Uh, I have a Patreon. I have links in description. Just look at those. And uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. And the will of the worker will be eventually like heard. Eventually. I don't know. Like heard. <laughs> like okay. heard. Maybe I'll, listen to, but like probably heard, heard. Like it'll be like a whisper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something. Don't toot a horn or something. Bye. 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 <laughs>